0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the G30 Live Podcast. What is up? Damn. Yo, what's up, boys? <laughs> this, what's is up? this is interesting.
1: This is, this, is yeah. this is
0: interesting. It's happening. Hopefully it's uh it's working for you all at home. If not, um that's good. We got the uh, Twitter handles here, you should see. Guys That you know the other guys can't see, but um we are running G30 fucking hq now man it is yeah what there we is. go we got or, it live what, what you boys think about going live mike you can't hide anymore people are gonna know you
1: yeah yeah i can't hide <laughs> dude i mean i actually have to like look decent a little bit top on here and talk to you guys but it'll be cool put the names to the face and we'll get better at it as we go just another show and another platform will be on so yeah, that's
0: we're, cool. we're trying our best to just pretend this is normal i timmy i was telling Mike, yeah. i feel like it's like cribs it's like Galaxy Cribs. Like you can't do a virtual. Yeah, like, back... It's so weird. Yeah, uh, this is my room, <laughs> y'all. Like, what the fuck? I yeah. know. We're so used to
2: doing it on Zoom. Yeah, which is think... like a whole different thing. Yeah, what What's you up?
0: think about being live, man? This
2: is cool. This is a whole new experience we're going to. We're opening a new lane, I guess you could say. As we're starting a new wave. Even though it's not going to be as much as like you know other podcasts, but I think this is going to be like a once thing that's going to like be popping like crazy.
0: Yeah. It, I think it moves It moves a little bit to the next level. I'm, I'm noticing some amateur stuff. Like I didn't crop the windows right. There's like a little bit mm-hmm. of like... This is horrible radio too, by the way, because people are going to listen to the podcast and they're going to be like, what the fuck? It's like talking? as if we already weren't <laughs> bad on Spotify and Apple Music.
1: Now we're going to be bad on two platforms.
0: Yes. <laughs> bad on two platforms and counting. Um, it's been bumpy. It's I didn't realize how much fucking work it is to get this going. Shout out to Kevin, who has answered all of my stuff from community, from community. Um, he's been so helpful. Um, props to them. Props to Rudy for doing all the million things he does. Riot Squadcast is live, too. And Josh, everybody's everybody's live now for the most part. Um, oh, yeah. So, damn, it's it's a lot of work. everyone. Everyone does
1: friend. it. Now we're here. So, <laughs> yep. yeah,
0: now we're crashing the party. All right. Well, it's episode 21. I don't know if you recognize it, 22 if you count that zero one.
1: Dude, but, that's like a whole wow. ass Netflix season of like shows, almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. We are entering a, like the second th- quarter of the season, um, but yeah. Before we get started, I wanted to bring up the Christian Eric thing, man. On Saturday, it was really scary. Uh, he's doing okay now, but um, dude fell flat on his face, and it was it was very scary. Mike, what was your what was your reaction to that?
1: So, I mean, I was watching the game, and I am, I mean, you guys know I am the resident Chelsea fan here on this podcast, and I have a long, complicated history with Christian Erickson and the way he plays the game, and it shouldn't have been my first thought, but initially, I'm like, okay, are you time-wasting, or, like, what happened, and then they had shown the scene, and it just, I knew at that moment when he would, like, hit the ground, I'm like, oh, no, this this isn't, like, time-wasting, it isn't him being an asshole, it's like, there is something wrong. Shout-out to... Simon Kier, the center back for Denmark, he did an amazing captain's job. He knew what was happening immediately and consoled his wife, got the paramedics and the first responders on the scene as quick as he could. And now they saved his life. And that's something for him to be proud about. And everyone that was involved in helping him,
0: you know, recover. Yeah. Timmy, did you see that? What did you think, man? Yeah, I I
2: wasn't watching the game, but I just woke up to a lot of tweets saying, pray for Christian Eriksson and, Peace, keep your prayers over Christian Ericsson I'm like, what the heck happened? And I saw the clip and I was like, oh my God, dude. I can't even imagine what his family was thinking or what everyone else was thinking at the stadium. Like, everyone was just terrified. I just couldn't imagine what it was like for them. And I'm just glad he's okay now because that that's a very scary situation, especially when you go under cardiac arrest like that. Yeah. it's It's a very scary situation. So I'm glad he's okay.
0: That's what I was going to say. Shout out to G who's in the chat. What's up, G? I haven't enabled the chat like a, like a rookie mistake there, G, but we see you and, <laughs> and anything you want to chime in, feel free. We see you. It's popping up. There might be a little bit of a lag, but I can't type back to you. But what's up, G, man? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing but good vibes to Christian Erickson. Wanted to take a minute. It's scary. You hate to see it happen. Um, but but let's, let's transition into the G season. We are about 25% through. Like I said, there was the random SKC-Austin game on Saturday or Sunday, I think. They, <laughs> drew, they drew, which is huge because it gave us a huge, huge opening. Um, Seattle sitting on 18 points. They've played one more game than us. SKC ha- is sitting at 17 points now. They're sitting two games ahead of us. And we have two games in hand on them with 15 points. If we beat Seattle on Saturday. No, Sunday. What day is that? It's Saturday, Saturday right? Sorry, I don't know what Saturday. day it is. Uh, yeah. Saturday. Um, we can tie them for first place. They have a massive goal differential at 11. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty exciting. We'll come back to that in a minute. But let's get some reactions to the Derek Williams suspension. Uh, he's missing about 20% of the season. With, yeah. uh, It's been a minute since, since we've been around. It's good to be back, but we have some stuff to catch up on. Um, yeah. He got the five games. Mike, you had called it. Or Timmy, go first. What do you – oh, let's see. RIP to the cameraman panning to his family. Didn't think that was a good move. Yeah, on the Christian Erickson thing. That was a bad look. BBC catching some um, some, some fire for that. But Timmy, tell us about um, Derek Williams, man. Do you think we have the, the, the depth to take care of that? And we'll talk about depth a little bit later to uh... the Gold Cup. But what do you think about this Derek being gone for so long? I mean, it was expected. I wasn't expecting it to be this
2: long of a punishment, but I knew it was gonna be lengthy because of the outcome of the the situation that happened. Andy Polo, he's out for the rest of the season, so we knew like oh fuck like he's gonna be out for a while. But I didn't think he would be out for that long, you know? That's like I heard it's like the longest suspension in MLS history. Is that right, Cal? Um, up?
0: It's one of them. It's up there. Um, there's been some some like egregious shit that has not been a suspension, and then they like pick and choose when they want to do these. That's um, also true. Yeah, this was a little bit long, considering that it wasn't like retaliatory. I didn't think he wasn't yeah. being a dick about it. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, G's weighing in. He said sucks, but it could be a positive. During Williams' career, he's pretty injury prone. Maybe some time off with the Galaxy. Start playing twice a week. Won't be so bad. Hey, what's up, Darius? Uh, yeah, sorry, we not you to all point. these people popping in the chat. Mike, <laughs> uh, react to the uh, to the Derek Williams. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I feel like it's warranted, man. You can't have a challenge like that where it's, you know, you go in studs up mm-hmm. on a guy that is coming dip, like coming down on you on the pitch, and um, Derek Williams tried to recapitulate that energy and that tackle he made in the LAFC game where it, you know, set up that goal for Cheech. But, um, I mean, I said minimum three games, maximum five. I feel like five is great. Polo's going to be out for the rest of the season, so he should share some of that time off as well. So, I mean, hopefully he can come back healthy and rested, but we are ultimately the ones to blame for that. He got rocked by Bond in the previous sequence, and that could have been preemptive. You know, we could have taken him off, and it couldn't have been, you know, the five-game suspension that we now face. But, um. Yeah, like G said, man. Maybe it's not a bad idea for him to, you know, sit out for a few games.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's we, also so. true. We have AAA Angels in here too now. I don't know if you guys are. Seeing. Hey, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't are, have the stream. homies <laughs> are showing up. Um. Oh, yeah. yeah. So speaking of the center back core, right? We do have depth. Sega is in the house. Um. He gave a press conference that people are reacting well to. He's a likable guy. He seems fun. He seems with it he seems for the project um but he said something that started to make me think about how we attract players right and we seem to be in this transition phase with vanny where where we're forming this new identity and sega comes out immediately and he's like i love lebron i love the nfl i love the lakers is this a recruitment tool or is it like a problem that that's the reason people want to come here timmy's kind of laughing do you have a thought no, oh, because
2: the Lakers are LA's team for basketball pretty much. When you think LA, it's the Lakers, 100% for sure. And that, it's not just, you know, in the States, it's also like worldwide. People are watching the Lakers play. And like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know if it's like a recruitment. I mean, it could be. I guess it's a positive thing because, you know, it's good for both parties. He plays for the Galaxy and then the Lakers get some sort of like, you know, more spotlight, I guess, in his country. But. I don't know. I think it's a good thing, you know, to get some kind of exposure. If it brings him to LA and he's a really good talent, I see. I don't see why not. I don't see why it's a bad thing.
0: Don't hey, Timmy, you're getting love for your glasses on the uh, on the chat, man. They're saying you. (laughs) look like a box of chocolates. Uh, Mike, (laughs) what do you think about the uh, the publicity thing? I mean, we Um, you have Cheat sitting courtside the week he gets here, right? Is it a distraction or is it a useful tool? I mean, yes. it's a
1: blessing and a curse, and I feel it also comes down to how disciplined a player is. I mean, you look at Los That's Angeles, and the state of Los Angeles sports. We are the biggest market for sports outside of New York. You have many iconic franchises over there. The Knicks, probably one of the most historyed, if not the most history franchise in all of basketball with the MSG. And, you know, we have staples out here. So, I mean, it all depends. You know, being in a big market, you have people that want to come here to like Zlatan, on live on the beach and go play at the Galaxy. So you have instances like Cheech where it's like you can sort of get lost in the sauce a little bit, but it also doesn't hurt to have people like LeBron here that have so much star power that incentivize people, you know, latch on to the city and what we're able to provide. And you look at us, we're the most history franchise in all of MLS history as well. So, I mean, I feel like it's more than the Lakers. It's more than the Dodgers. I feel like it's LA as a city is surrounded by a winning culture. And as someone that isn't from You know, like, let's take Sega, for example, someone that isn't from here and is from France. Like, you know about LeBron, you know about the Lakers, maybe not Mm -hmm. the Dodgers, but you know that we have these humongous brands and franchises. And it's appealing to literally anyone that wants to make a name for themselves in sports. So I think, you know, blessing and a curse.
0: That's Mm -hmm. That's some good uh, – That's oh, someone said, he should quit playing sports and continue his path into uh, Warzone, probably talking about Cheech. Cheech weighing <laughs> in that Warzone is the uh, best game um, from that funny MLS promo video as well. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty great. Um, Mike, you did some research on this new rumor, Matko Miljevic. You want to tell us about him? Mm, yeah, talk about it, bro. Yeah,
1: so shout out Timmy. Timmy was the one that made me aware of this, and I did a little Actually. bit of research today before the show. Matko Miljevic. he is a 20-year-old five foot five left winger, born in Miami, Florida. We've had links to him throughout these past few weeks when we have been playing. And the blessing here is that he won't take up an international spot if we do choose to sign him. He has eligibility for the United States and Argentina, and he has an estimated market value at $1.43 million per transfer market. It's a little
0: pri- a little pricey, right? A little now. pricey. A <laughs> little
1: pricey. Um He currently plays for Atlética Argentinos Jr. for the second team. Um, He primarily is a winger, but he can drop back into a false nine or an attacking midfielder if needed. Um, One thing that stuck out to me that I wasn't too gung ho on, and especially someone that is young, you know, someone that's 20 years old, he's played 15 games and he scored one goal in 624 minutes. And the question that I have to Presents to you guys is what do you think Vanny sees in him and what do you think we can get out of him? I've linked the highlights and it seems like he's very comfortable at a number 10 and has the ability to disperse the ball in critical areas and sort of play that Vasquez role, you know, and we lack creativity when we don't have him and Sebastian can't produce the same as Vasquez. So it's an interesting situation. So yeah. I want to get your guys' thoughts and weigh in.
0: Timmy, you want to, you want to go? Um, I will say this.
2: Uh, shout out to Corner of the Galaxy for this, by the way. Uh, Josh mentioned in his podcast that he's been on the Galaxy's radar for a while, but for the fact that he hasn't, I guess his main like counter argument is that he hasn't played a game, and I guess for a couple of months, I don't know specifically like the timeline of how long he hasn't played. But the point is, is that he's been on the Galaxy's radar for a while. He doesn't think that we're gonna attempt to sign him because he hasn't played in a while, even though we. It's kind of like a. What's the word? Because we ha- cause we signed Yoni, and Yoni hadn't played for, like, a long time. So I'm thinking it's a possibility that we could possibly sign him. But I'm, I'm trusting Josh on this because it's like we don't we don't think we're going to sign him as of right now. But from, like, a talent-wise standpoint, he could be promising because he's just 20 years old. He's not like, he you know, he's, like, 35 or anything. He still has a lot of time to, like, get to. He's not even on his prime yet. So I think there's a lot of potential there but I just don't see him coming to the Galaxy as of right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are good takes. I want to highlight something Mike had put in the notes here, and he didn't mention that he he looks like a pass-first player, and he does. Mm-hmm. I was watching the highlights, and I was like, where is he putting that ball? And then a player runs into the line of the camera. Like, this dude's vision is crazy.
1: Crazy. If it's legit, yeah. you can
0: kind of start to see – the kind of team, the kind of players Vanny wants to assemble here. We went from being one of the oldest teams in MLS, if we get these guys in, Revel of if we get in, um, you know, this kid, and whatever, whoever else is on the radar, um, yeah. like, the average age of the team is now, like, mid-20s. Um, yeah. And if it's these, She's like, great. playmaking, smart, a little bit flashy kind of players, it's starting to look like a menacing LA team, real quick. Maybe not this year, but hopefully by the end of this year, but if not this year, then maybe next. And he, I think that pass first is crucial. And Mike, I think you had made a good point kind of when we were talking earlier about what about when Vasquez goes down inevitably, like did already, right? So not a bad pickup. All right, let's transition into the Seattle game. Um, They are coming in a little bit cold. Their last three games, they defeated LAFC, but that's not saying much. Um, they drew yeah. <laughs> had to throw the dig yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drew atlanta and then they drew austin zero zero austin kept them off oh, wow. the board it might have been one one i think it was zero zero i'm trying so hard not to laugh at the chat i'm gonna have to mute these guys in a minute there's some crazy shit in there <laughs> um, but um they are a little bit cold right now they're still seattle you can't can't count them out. Can't count them out. What? What's your expectation, Mike? What's your realistic expectation for this game on Saturday?
1: So before we had left off for the international break, I had met, like brought up this interesting question for y'all, on something that has been bouncing back and forth across my mind is that: Do we think the boys are ready to play in a full capacity stadium? Are we ready for the pressure to be on, and are the boys ready to hear a full capacity stadium get mad when something doesn't go their way? Because <laughs> it's easy to play in front of nobody. And it's even easier to lose in front of nobody. I think it's It's harder to lose in front of nobody. They were all saying
0: last year, like, oh, it sucks. It's hard.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you look at teams going into full-capacity games, and, you know, not even, I mean, I think we're the only country that is doing full-capacity games. You look at shit, I don't even know. But I'm thinking that if we do great, we're going to ride the hot hand with everyone being there. And if we fuck up, we're going to hear it and we're going to see how Vanny reacts tactically. You know, you have a little bit of leeway and a little bit of leisure when you're not playing in front of a full house to try some shit because you won't have people screaming, fuck you from the stands, you know. So, um, realistically, I think this is a great opportunity for us to capitalize and jump to the first spot. Do I think that will happen? No, I still think Seattle will have our number for this season and will continue to have our number.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Yeah, people are wanting score predictions in the chat. Mike, what's what's your score prediction?
1: Um, Damn. Score prediction, I think, for our first full-capacity game heading into the Dignity Health Sports Park, I say Seattle walks out with a 2-1. Marie Diaz snags himself ooh. a race.
0: G-Man in the chat goes 2-1, maybe 2-2. Timmy, before I go to you, let me set you up a little bit because I believe you okay. we were there at the last full-capacity game against Vancouver. That shit was popping if a yes, goal had dude. been scored, that place would have exploded. Oh, the energy was have. so tight. This is going to be fifteen times that. Now, thinking about that, Timmy, what do you think the score prediction is?
2: <laughs> well, considering from what the players have been talking about, that they say that they've missed the fans, they love the energy that, and Greg Vanny also said that fans just make a big difference in the stadium. I'm saying that we come out worst case. I'm saying my worst case scenario first, and then the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, we come out of this with a draw because you know Seattle's a very good team and they don't do well on-away games and they don't usually come out with draws and such like that <clears throat> base case scenario is going to be like the san jose game where we have to grind it out for this win because seattle is a very good team they're very competitive they're a cup contender for sure so i say we come out with a one zero win with the chicha banger
0: Ooh, with the chicha banger yeah i've been listening to you guys i honestly don't I i want to pass I just want to have fun on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pass. I'm gonna say yeah. Galaxy, pull it out. You know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have courage, and I'm gonna say. Angel says, "Notice me, please." Um, he, he wants to sign Donovan back. Uh, love you, man. Oh, he's, saying, he's saying some stuff in there about you, Mike. Uh, oh, nice. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna say 2-0 win, and we catch the sound of wow. sleeping. No, we'll it's gonna three. be, it's gonna be <laughs> funny when we,
1: when they have our number again, and we walk out with another loss, and <sighs> the delusion you know hits all of us some more. So, so you're calling,
0: you're calling you're calling for tempered expectations, which I agree. I think we should have tempered expectations. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know, man. It's just because we've been is this hasn't been this fool in the digs for a whole year and the energy is just going to be different, man. And I just can't see, I can't see us losing, but it's not like, it's not a possibility, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's two things. It's like my heart, my expectation for the game, for the atmosphere. I already feel like what it's going to be like, you know? And then to imagine leaving that with a loss, that would suck. I'd happily take a draw, you know, I don't know. Me too. Anything could happen coming out of a break. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um Ooh, Darius says LeJet scores the game winner. That's not oh. a bad shot, man. That not <laughs> That's not a bad shot at all. Um, all right. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's leave Seattle there. I don't have much to say. I was, I was starting to say, you know, what do we need to do tactically? I don't know. We can punt that. Do you guys have any thoughts? I don't know. Coming out of the break.
2: I think that
0: we should just play
2: messy just play aggressive just give cuz they're not going to expect that from us cuz we're usually more organized and more like you know pass aggressive. we should try and form that into our game but play more like aggressive and more like messy just to fucking like break the ice a little bit you know what i mean
0: yeah uh g man saying in the chat uh joao paulo their center midfielder is the best number 8 in the league i have to agree that dude's scoring rockets <laughs> Um, he does the dirty work. Yeah. that's going to be really hard. You think about—I mean, we don't even have a solid midfield pairing yet. We so don't have a—we don't yet. have
1: a pivot, dude.
0: Yeah. So if you want to
1: count Sasha as a pivot, then by all means. But I don't. Is a so. super
0: sub? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. We have the uh, Sounders game on Saturday. I don't have my little soundboard yet, but I'm going to do that. Bing, bing. We'll put the, the yeah. chat in there, the, <laughs> the, the the bell in there. But Mike, Mike's corner. Tell me about the All-Star game at the at the Stank, buddy.
1: I mean, shit, what do you oh, want to know? Wow. It's against the Liga Emeki All-Stars, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I've seen a lot of <laughs> interesting takes about this online, and they're saying they're they're trying to gear us up for the Super League when they clash yeah. Liga Emeki and the MLS together. Garb, um,
0: Garber, the commish, is, has been saying they want to do that with the supreme failure of the Super League in Europe. What do you think about it? A North American Super League.
1: I mean, I just feel it's pointless. You know, learn from others' mistakes. History will repeat itself. Mm-hmm. I feel maybe putting more exposure into the CONCACAF Champions League would be fucking amazing because I feel like the average fan has no clue about the CONCACAF Champions League. Like, I can ask a random supporter off the street, they wouldn't know. So maybe instead of trying to make this multi million, multi billion dollar conglomerate league with two different geographical locations. And I mean, if you're going to get Liga and Mekki, you might as well throw Canadian teams. Well, I mean, you know, they're kind of already here, but you might as well throw more <laughs> Canadian teams in. They and, have more.
0: You know,
1: You know, I mean, I just, I feel like it's unnecessary. I think it's stupid. I think, you know, history repeats itself. If it didn't work out in Europe with hundreds and hundreds of years and foundation going into creating, you know, the game we know today, I feel like we aren't there yet technically and organizational, like organization-wise, so I feel like we'd see it collapse. I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's stupid. It's a lot. Yeah, nah. It's a lot. Put, oh. put more money into the Concacaf Champions League and what? market that instead of making the league.
0: Well, let's let's exactly. talk, let's talk about um, money for a minute because the owner of Inter Miami, with all of their troubles, one they're talking about trading Pizarro to the Smurfs. Um, which is interesting bizarre really? Pizarro wants out of there, I think, or he needs to be out because they're in fucking trouble all the time. Um, uh, yeah, but the, I think his name is Jorge Mas. Um, he is the owner of Miami and he straight out blasted. He didn't name names, but he, he came out last week and he said, MLS owners, some of them are content it's just a revenue to pay the bills with, right? If you're, especially if you're wow. an NFL stadium, um, and they have no interest in spending money. And he was saying that, w- given all of their troubles, that is not why they have joined the league. Um, what do you think about that? I I can assume he's talking about like the Colorado Rat, thinking about the Super League, thinking about money, right? Like, what do you do with the Rapids? What do you do with Salt Lake, right? Um, yeah. And the Rapids are good right now, but still, there's no. There's no investment. I don't know how far um, any of that craziness will go. Timmy, the rebrand's coming. Um, Tucker's been Dude. talking about it. The yeah. Rebs rebranded. Um, I don't know. You had, you had said, we, we had talked about this a bunch of, oh, said we should silence our phone. We can hear the vibrations and notifications. Oh, I think that was me. Sorry. Amateur move. Amateur move. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> <It's all> good. <laughs> um, someone said, I'm just going through the chat now. They want me to play guitar. No. Um, <laughs> Bond to Real Madrid. No, oh. oh <laughs> bon to is here. Take. Bon who is said, here to who think. said that? Who said that? Uh, Darius? Think, yeah, Darius. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you again to our friends for for coming into the yeah, you uh, guys are awesome the chat to support us this yeah. first time this is a big experiment for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I don't know guys that's that's pretty much it. We're at a, I have a nice timer here now. We're at twenty nine uh, minutes. Any closing thoughts? Because once I start playing the music, oh real that's quick it. yeah I wanted to say um, our last um, podcast in the dead week uh, was our best. But, excuse me our best performing podcast uh better than joe titino better than Drake. Really? it was yeah i don't know so the support we see it we love it thank you hopefully you Hell can yeah. support us in this new endeavor um, medium too yeah G man says i have faith in Cleansman, so if bond leaves i think Cleansman can step up that's not a bad take either damn uh, that's a really good take uh, no g- no. <laughs> no g
1: buddy no. <laughs> I, I love you I, I really do, buddy. I think you're awesome, and I love what you got going on. But, dude, if Bond got up and left, oh, dude, we would be so fucked. We would be yeah. so bad. We'd be so bad, I think, personally.
0: Personally. All right. Well, I don't
1: know, man. I'm in between with that one.
0: <laughs> Shout out to uh, League of Galaxia. The final is tonight. Who is it between, Timmy? Star-Lords and Cosmo, of yeah, course. Disappointing end to Chancho season, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, our Um, buddy betrayed us, too. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we name-drop Roland in every episode. Now you can see me talk to you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have fun
0: fun at Cosmo, man. It'll be great for you. Yeah, shout-out to all the friends we've made playing this season. It's been great. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout-out to LA Galaxy Family Discord. Check Mm -hmm. them out if you haven't. Um, All the discords, man. There's so much stuff. Shout-out to the pop-up. I didn't make it to the pop-up this weekend, but we have, like, 19 brands or something or 19 independent... Um, culture, Creators. Yeah.
2: it's crazy. Um, one uh, two threads, ninety
0: six. Um, one two threads, all of them. Awesome, awesome. If we didn't name drop you, um, you know, let us know and we'll, we'll gladly shout you out on the show and and keep this new medium forward. I'm gonna play the music now, okay? I'm gonna try and do it. Hopefully, it doesn't sure. mess up. There it is. Mike, hit him with the socials.
1: Well, if you guys have listened this far into the G thirty podcast and have watched us visually, we are now on almost every platform you can think of. If you guys want to come check me out on me on my socials, come check us out on. Wait, I fucked up this whole ass outro. (laughs) If you guys have listened this far to the G thirty podcast, you can come check us out on Instagram and Twitter and now YouTube at the G thirty podcast. It is the G three zero podcast. If you would like to come check me out on my socials, you can see it right here. That is CFC Michael on Twitter and Michael CFC on Instagram. That'll be it for me today, boys. Timmy, sure. You can
2: find me my, on my Twitter at Spicy One Eighteen. You can find me on my Instagram at Spicy taco Eighteen. You can keep up with us in the G Thirty Crew and the G Thirty Fam at G Thirty Podcast on
0: Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube now. That's crazy. Yo, and I am Count Seven Eight Six on Twitter.
2: Peace. What's y'all?
0: Peace, peace.